the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Isn't that what you're longing for in the world? Have you looked at the news at all? And you see just how broken the world is? And you just, you want it, you want righteousness. You just want things to be right. Because things just seem so upside down and broken and wrong. That righteousness will come when Jesus Christ comes and establishes his kingdom on the earth and reigns as king of kings and lord of lords. He'll be the lord of our righteousness. It is hard to watch the news. It is difficult to digest all the bad things happening in the world. Nations are at war, people are sick, and natural disasters are wrecking havoc. However, there is a message of hope in the Bible. Jesus will return. He will return, and there will be peace on earth. It's not a band-aid for our broken world. It is a promise of perfect peace. Today, Pastor Dan talks about how you can place your trust in that promised peace that only Jesus offers. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Daniel chapter 9 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. There will be a finish to the transgression. Look at verse 24 again. God's plan for the Jewish people will also make an end of sins. An end of sins. God will deal with this one great transgression and daily sin. Sin will end. (laughs) This seems to be looking even even maybe beyond the, the kingdom age of Christ to the new Jerusalem. The new heavens and the new earth where there is no corruption, where there is no sin. God's plan will make reconciliation for iniquity. Iniquity speaks of the sin nature that we all have. The word reconciliation is the word atonement. So here he tells Daniel, he's, he's gonna, God is going to make atonement. This is his future plan. God will make atonement for the sin nature. Now, did you notice that with these first three objectives, they all have to do with sin? Transgression, iniquity, and sin. The last three will have to do with righteousness. The first three, of course, were accomplished when Jesus came the first time and died on the cross. He died for transgression. He died for sins. He died for iniquity. They'll have their ultimate fulfillment in the kingdom age. This is written specifically about the Jewish people, but it's also true for us, too. Jesus died on the cross for our transgressions. He died on the cross for our sins and our iniquities. Isaiah 53, 5, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity of us all. Look at verse 24 again. God's plan for the Jewish people and their city, Jerusalem, will bring in everlasting righteousness. So again, this is going to take place in the kingdom age when Jesus Christ is reigning as king over all the earth. The kingdom age will be an age of righteousness on the earth. Jeremiah 23 says, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is his name by which he will be called the Lord, our righteousness. It's telling us there one day, God's going to raise up a king to reign and prosper on the earth and to execute judgment and righteousness. And his name will be the Lord, our righteousness. Jesus is our righteousness. And he will reign in righteousness. Isn't that what you're longing for in the world? Have you looked at the news at all? And you see just how broken the world is? And you just, you want it, you want righteousness. You just want things to be right. Because things just seem so upside down and broken and wrong. That righteousness will come when Jesus Christ comes and establishes his kingdom on the earth. And reigns as king of kings and lord of lords. He'll be the lord of our righteousness. Now look at verse 24 once again. God's plan will also seal up vision and prophecy. That means every prophecy in the Bible will be completely fulfilled. So again, this seems to be looking all the way to the end of the book of Revelation. New heavens, new earth, new Jerusalem. When all of the prophecies of the Bible are finally completely Fulfilled, And then it says, and to anoint the most holy, meaning the holy of holies in the temple. And I believe this is referring to the, the kingdom age temple that the Lord Jesus Christ himself will build during the kingdom age, during the millennium. He's going to anoint the holy of holies. These six objectives that are mentioned in verse 24 are fulfilled by the Messiah who, who is yet to come in Daniel's day. We're looking back. We know that it's Jesus Christ. He's looking ahead. He's going to fulfill all of these six objectives. Jesus Christ. And so that brings us to verse 25, where we have this incredible prophecy where God tells Daniel when the Messiah would come in the 70 weeks. There's 490 years here that we're talking about, the final 490 years of the Daniel's people and of his holy city. And in verse 25, God tells Daniel when the Messiah would come within the 70 years, down to the year. Some have even calculated down to the day that the Messiah would come. That's pretty precise. This isn't like some general foggy, maybe it means this, maybe it means that. It's a very precise prophecy that we have here about the coming of the Messiah. He says, verse 25, 
Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until the Messiah, the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. The street will be built again and the wall even in troublesome times. So first of all, he says, know therefore and understand. This is something God wants us to know. This is something God wants us to understand. And God tells Daniel and us from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until the Messiah, the prince comes, will be 70 weeks. Remember, weeks are years here and 62 weeks or a total of 69 weeks of years. Right. Seven plus 62, 69. Remember, we said a week is a unit of seven years. So we're talking about 483 years. 69 times 7 equals 483. That's how I got that number. So he tells us here, from the command to restore and build Jerusalem, you can start counting. And when that command is given, there will be 483 years until the Messiah comes. And it's divided into two sections, seven weeks and 62 weeks, because It'll take seven weeks of years to rebuild Jerusalem. Remember, that's the command, to rebuild and restore Jerusalem. That's going to take seven weeks of years or 49 years. And then after that, there's going to be an additional 62 weeks or 434 years. All totaled, it's going to be 483 years. So when that command is given to rebuild Jerusalem, remember, Jerusalem's in ruins at this point. But when the command to rebuild Jerusalem is given, you can start the clock. And 483 years later, the Messiah will come. So when was the command given to restore and build Jerusalem? Turn with me over to Nehemiah chapter 2. Have I thoroughly lost you guys yet? (laughs) You didn't sound very confident. Nehemiah chapter 2. Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, that's not the car, The month of Nisan corresponds to the month of March on our calendar. So you could say it came to pass in the month of March in the 20th year. So there's a timestamp for us in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes. When wine was before him, that I took the wine and gave it to the king. Nehemiah is the cupbearer for the king. Now, I had never been sad in his presence before. Therefore, the king said to me, why is your face sad since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of heart. So I became dreadfully afraid. And I said to the king, may the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tomb, lies waste and its gates are burned with fire? Speaking of Jerusalem. Then the king said to me, well, what do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven and I said to the king, this is when you shoot up one of those real quick prayers. If it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah, to the city of my father's tombs, that I may rebuild it. Then the king said to me, the queen also sitting beside him, how long will your journey be and when will you return? And so it pleased the king to send me. And I set him a time. Furthermore, I said to the king, well, if it pleases the king, 
let letters be given to me for the governors of the region beyond the river that they must permit me to pass through till I come to Judah and a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he must give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel, which pertains to the temple for the city wall and for the house that I will occupy. And the king granted them to me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel. We have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. You can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. So it's the month of Nisan, which is March, and it's, we're told back in verse 1 that it's the 20th year of King Artaxerxes that he gives the command to Nehemiah to return to Jerusalem and rebuild the city. The 20th year of Artaxerxes was the year 444 B.C. Some calculated to 445 B.C. That's fine. But it's 444 B.C. So in March, okay, so March of 444 B.C., the command was given to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. So the clock starts, and Daniel tells us, turn back to Daniel, Daniel tells us, 483 years after this command, the Messiah will come to the city of Jerusalem that's being rebuilt. Now, in the Old Testament, they used a 360-day-a-year calendar, not a 365-day calendar. So 483 years, just so you know the math, It's 173,880 days. So when that command's given, boom, you can start the clock. You can start counting 173,880 days. It's going to take you to the year 33 A.D. March of 33 A.D., most scholars believe that's when Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross. The week before he's crucified, the Sunday before he's crucified, Jesus comes into Jerusalem. You know the story. We call it Palm Sunday He's riding on a donkey, and he made his triumphal entry into the city of Jerusalem. And he rode into Jerusalem on a donkey to fulfill the prophecy in Zechariah 9.9, which says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation. He's lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So you have this prophecy in Zechariah 9. says, you're going to recognize your king. He's going to come. He's going to bring salvation. You'll recognize him because he's going to come into town, into Jerusalem, riding on a donkey. And it's interesting that that is the only time in Jesus's public ministry that he ever presented himself as king. And it's the only time that Jesus allowed himself to be worshipped as the king. Luke chapter 19. This is 
the triumphal entry when Jesus comes riding into Jerusalem on the donkey, fulfilling the prophecy from Zechariah 9 that your king comes bringing salvation lowly and riding on a donkey. And he comes in. And it says in verse 37, Luke 19, 37, then as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. The, the crowd begins to rejoice and sing, and they're singing from Psalm 118. It's interesting, just two verses above that in Psalm 118, it says, This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We'll rejoice in this day. Why this day? We'll look down in verse 41. Now, as Jesus drew near, he saw the city and he wept over it. Now, look what he says, verse 42, saying, If you had known, even you especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Jesus says, this is your day. This is your day. Jesus made his entry into Jerusalem as a king on a specific day in March of 33 AD. And he expected the Jewish people to know that this was the day that he would enter Jerusalem. How are they supposed to know the day? Daniel chapter 9. Some believe Jesus entered Jerusalem on the exact day of Daniel's prophecy. And that's why they should know that this was the day. Because back in Daniel, God told them from the command to restore and rebuild Jerusalem, you can start the clock. 483 years, 173,880 days, just start counting. And you're going to end up in March of 33 AD on this day. And then look what Jesus says next after he says. If you had known even you, especially in this your day, the thing that makes for yours, your peace, but now they are hidden from you. Verse 43, for days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you and close you in on every side and level you and your children within you to the ground and they will not leave in you one stone upon another because you did not know the time of your visitation. Hmm. He describes the destruction of Jerusalem at the hands of the Romans that will take place almost 40 years later in 70 AD. And he says it's because the Jewish people did not know the time of their visitation. They are held responsible for not knowing this day. They're supposed to know this day. The time of their visitation and Jerusalem will be destroyed because they didn't know this day. Now go back to Daniel chapter nine. Just file that away. Keep that in mind. Go back to Daniel chapter nine. We're told now. After 62 weeks, the Messiah shall be cut off. But not for himself. So after 62 weeks, that is after the Messiah comes, remember the seven weeks and 62 weeks after the 62 weeks after the Messiah comes he shall be cut off, but not for himself, 
He'll be killed, but not for himself. After Jesus makes his triumphal entry, he's crucified. But he's not crucified for himself. He's crucified for our sins. It's a sacrifice for us, our substitute. And so Daniel tells us when the Messiah would come to the day, and then after he comes, he will be killed, but not for himself. That's pretty remarkable. And then look what it says. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, the temple, and the end of it shall be with a flood. This is referring to the destruction of Jerusalem by the Romans in 70 AD, the same thing that Jesus spoke of. And Luke 19 that we just looked at, because they missed their day, Jerusalem will be destroyed along with the temple. The destruction will come in like a flood. And notice it says the people of the prince who is to come will destroy Jerusalem and the sanctuary. The prince who is to come after the Messiah is the Antichrist. And many Bible scholars believe the Antichrist will come out of one of the countries that were part of the Roman Empire because of this verse, because the people who destroy Jerusalem are the people of the prince who is to come, the Romans. And so they believe that Antichrist will come out of a country that was part of the Roman Empire. And then look at the end of verse 26. Until the end of the war, desolations are are determined. So from the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD until the end of the age, the land of Israel will be characterized by war. That's what it's saying. (laughs) That certainly has been true, hasn't it? That the land of Israel has been characterized by a war? More wars have been fought over the geography, the land of Israel, than any other place on the face of the earth. When we do tours to Israel, one of the questions that typically comes up is, is it safe to travel to Israel? And it's always safe whenever we go. But on the other hand, it's the most unsafe place to go because more wars have been fought there than anywhere else in the world. I usually don't tell people that until after we've landed and we're there. But even up until recently, you've seen the missiles been launched into Israel, Gaza and the West Bank. There's been wars there. Really, since the time of the Romans, we've looked at 69 of the 70 weeks of Daniel. We've looked at 483 years of the 490 years. So there's one week remaining. The 70th week of Daniel. That final seven years of God's plan for Israel, for the Jewish people, and for the city of Jerusalem. The 70th week is future. It's yet to happen. It hasn't happened yet. So we, right now, we are living currently in the time between the 69th week when the Messiah comes and is cut off, but not for himself, and the 70th week. And the time between the 69th week and the 70th week is the church age that we're living in. But there's one week left, the 70th week of Daniel. He asked me how I know, and I say. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Daniel, verse by verse and chapter by chapter. And we encourage you to keep reading on your own. This book is filled with application for your life today and many amazing prophecies about what's to come in the world. Would you like to listen to more teachings in this series or explore other message series from God's Word? visit our website, calvaryec.com. You can also subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast. It's a great way to keep connected to the teaching of Scripture, and we'll notify you every time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We also want to encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your walk with the Lord. It's important to spend time in fellowship with other believers. If you're ever in or near the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Each week, we gather together at 9 and 11 a.m. on Sundays to worship our Savior and study His Word. Visit calvaryec.com to find directions and get more information about joining us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. That's all we have time for today. Tune in next time to continue this study in Daniel, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.